You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. <gasps> Launch date the 7th of February 2021. You said this was a top scientific installation. Top scientists still have babies, and this century doesn't like you away from your desk any longer than is absolutely necessary. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to you. I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs. Hello. And I've just unearthed this ancient document, you see. What? Yes, and it contains ancient wisdom. What? Nick and I will now bring all our expertise to bear into analysing it. That's oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes. Mm. Most what, exciting. What have we got here? Well, it says, uh, uh, yes, uh, reviews, yes. uh, Shadow of the Daleks 1, uh, um, listeners' emails, uh, yes. Uh, Ooh, yes. Uh, behind yes. the scenes with uh, the fourth Doctor, the tribulations yeah. of uh, Thaddeus Nook. Thaddeus Nook, uh, was yes, he uh, uh, a fellow of this uh, university? Yes, I believe he was one of the fellows. Yes. You're quite right. Yes, I remember I met him once in the Wyndham Suite. Oh, now, um, here's a gem, look. Oh, the random Is that where we pluck a release from, from the archive? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, um, uh, how much of the discount is that? Uh, I believe it's 10%, is it not? Yes, Oh, and a drama teaser of the Fifth Doctor, The Blazing Hour by James Kettle. James? Most exciting, most absorbing. Coming up soon, we'll be looking at the latest reviews of Peter Davison's recent epic, Shadow of the Daleks. But first, let us talk about Unit Nemesis. Do you know anything about Unit Nemesis? I don't know anything about Unit Nemesis. Well, it's got Ice Warriors on the cover. Oh, come on. And that's it, yeah. And there will be other enemies in it apart from the Ice Warriors. We were just pushing the Ice Warriors there. Don't push me. Um, and and how is Harry Sullivan in the twenty first century? I wonder. Well, I mean that, that you know that's a huge question, isn't it? Have you got an answer? Uh, I think he took the bus there, didn't he? That's right, the time bus. The time bus with, the with time Iris Wild time. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely. Yeah, maybe it may be. Um, I love the um, the little tagline Nem One. I don't know why that sounds so good, but it just does, doesn't it? On the website, it just says Nem One Unit One Nemesis One. I like that. I want to see Nem One written on the side of a rocket. Nem- when um, In the olden days, when we did uh, Doctor Who audio plays for fun, I wrote a story called The Secret of Nematoda, Nematoda. which was a planet full of worms, funnily enough. Um, and uh, and there were little um, bipedal creatures that ran around and sort of fed off the worms or something. And they used to go, nim, 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 all the time. Isn't that weird? I just remembered that. It's funny how certain things unlock memories. And Harry Sullivan... He's not an imbecile, is he? He's not. I love Harry Sullivan. I had a great time yesterday, and I sat and mastered uh, Return of the Cybermen and got to listen to the wonderful Christopher Naylor doing Harry Sullivan. And it's just fantastic. It's just like an old friend stepping back into your life. You know, it's it's so lovely. Um, He does such a good job as as dear old Harry. And so to have Harry uh, with unit... Is just going to be so much fun. Yeah, and Chris is great, and also Naomi Cross. Yes, yes, yes. Have you uh, have you worked? I'm not with worked that with her, but, no, but no, 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 no. I've not. It's Eleanor, isn't it? Um, yes, she plays Eleanor. This. Yeah, Crooks, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I've not worked with her, but I, I, you know, I've heard her stuff before, and so absolutely would love to. Uh, 
Ellie's lovely. She's really a lovely human being and, and brilliant to work with. Um, and also, uh, Emily Cook, I think, is a co-producer on this as well. Well, it's going to be brilliant then, isn't it? Filled for lots of fun ideas and all sorts. I've got writers in this one, Andrew Smith, Lisa McMullen and John Dorney. So, you know, it's just it's loads of great around, people, isn't really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, and we recently did a press release about more women working for us. Uh, which is good because, you know, uh, traditionally back in the day, Doctor Who was very much a little boy's thing, wasn't it? And so, you know, old folk like me, <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, we've grown up with Doctor Who being male dominated. And it's really nice to see that, uh, you know, lots more women are getting involved in doing it. And, you know, we're, as well as Emily producing, we're working with uh, Jack Rayner and she's worked with Big Finish for years and years and years. She used to be executive producer for the BBC back in the days before the um, the new TV series of Doctor Who came back. So we know Jack really well, but she's doing some producing for us with the Sixth Doctor. The sixth. Emma Haig as well. Emma Haig, do, Doing, yeah. you know, Doctor Who things and also Adam Adamant. Uh, yeah, and Sherlock Holmes, of course. So, so you know, we've got a nice reach of you know women coming into into Big Finish and quite frankly doing fantastic stuff, you know. Yes, uh, and that's that's just on top of all the other fantastic women that work for us. You know, look at a girl. You know, that what a release. Yeah, yeah, yes. With the uh, Helen Helen Goldwyn producing that, and you know, created by Louise Jameson. Brilliant work. Um, it's uh, it's you know and it's important and <clears throat> yeah, it's just sensible I think to reflect uh, the world out there rather than the sort of old fashioned Doctor Who fan world where it was just blokes. It's quite nice to reflect you know the, the diversity of society and we we are actively pursuing that as a policy. He said it sounds like I'm making a speech from a lectern. I've just wow. had an email from Karen Parks saying that there were no podcast emails sent in today. Wow. She always, she always lets me know. Um, she said something about snow. I wonder what she said. Let me just check. Perhaps they all got lost in the snow. Ready for the snow, she said. Is there snow coming? There's no snow here. It's a beautiful summer's day. You could hear yeah. me looking to my window there as I turn my head from the microphone. Um, yeah, talking nice of which, shall we get on yes. with the latest reviews whilst we're here? Before yes. we get snowed in yes. with uh, snow. As promised, we're talking about Doctor Who Shadow of the Daleks 1, starring Peter Davison. Here is the trailer. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who Shadow of the Daleks, Volume 1. Hello! Is there anyone out there? hear you. Why can't I see you when I can hear you? Mummy, look! Well, that wasn't there a moment ago. You can see it. It's not just me. I've never seen anything like it. Oh. Sorry to disturb you. Uh, can I ask for directions? Where on earth did you come from? I was looking for the Adelaide Oval. Are you mocking me, sir? No need for the sir. I'm the doctor. The last time we toured Australia, the crowds were vile. I vowed then to bring those animals to heal, to overpower their weakness with my strength, until the universe kneels before the might of the Dalek Empire. This is your captain speaking. Welcome to Interstellar Flight B19. We will be cruising. Oh. Well, this all looks perfectly civilized. 
exactly what I'd expect from the Daleks. So, where are they? This is a passenger announcement. If there are any medical professionals on board, could they please come to the bridge immediately? These men were electrocuted. They're dead? Exterminated! So it's happening here too. There's nothing you can do, Doctor. You can't escape the inevitable. Yes, thank you for that. I knew there was something wrong about him the moment he stumbled in. I mean, he, he seemed confused and helpless. Hello, I, I'm... Oh dear. But I knew he threatened us all. You're scared because you're getting closer to the window. Why? What's out there? The storm. Yes. A storm raging through all of time. A storm or a shockwave. Let him give me a hand with the props, Virgilio. You can concentrate on the words and he can do the acting. Do I have any say in the matter? Very well, Doctor, you're on. Yeah, not bad going, Doctor. Seen Shifter to lead in two minutes. As if I didn't have enough on my mind. Is it just me or has the stage shrunk? Not to mention the room. Doctor! So much for Doctor Theatre. Big finish. We love stories. Not again. Can't breathe. Oh, he's off again. And all you have to do to get your ear things wrapped around this one is go to bigfinish.com and type Shadow of the Daleks oh, yes. into the search pane at the top. So there we go. Well, we've Lovely. got the reviews here. Our first yes. review from whoreview.wordpress.com. That's who with zero, an O and zero. Yeah. Zero this is Daniel good. Mansfield's review. Overall, Shadow of the Daleks 1 is a very strong collection of stories giving us a unique spin on the Daleks and four very intriguing plots. Uh, settings mm -hmm. and sets of guest characters. Uh, we're no closer to uncovering the mystery behind the overarching story by the end of this anthology either, uh, which means there's still lots to look forward to in the next four stories. And that's four stars. Four stars, one for not, each story. Not to yeah. be confused with Forsters, which is a name, isn't it? Forsters, yes. That's a name. Um, it, now, as you've noticed, we're actually naming the reviewers this time. Alfie Shaw, who we got there in the end, collates them. Um, uh, he very kindly agreed to do that, which is brilliant. So we get uh, a good shout out for the reviewer. Uh, Winter is coming. Net, and the reviewer is James Agas. A double G A S. That's a name to look out for. I feel that James will probably be the next Prime Minister. Uh, Shadow of the Daleks 1 is an interesting mix of short stories while also acting as a portion of a larger one. Fans expecting the Daleks to play a major role in this release may be disappointed, but overall it's an effective anthology. One that does a very good job at building up the presence of the Doctor's old enemies. The clues in the title, Shadow of the Daleks, you see, not the Daleks are everywhere. Sha the Doctor is under the shadow of the Daleks, you see. Well, IndieMacUser.co.uk, Jacob Licklider says here, as this isn't really standard anthology release, as each of the four episodes tells a story, but is also clearly part of an eight-episode epic. The individual episode scores will be foregone, and the final score is not necessarily set in stone, mm -hmm. as the second half of the story could easily change things. That was a very that long said, sentence, wasn't it? Well, it was very well intricate, was the word I would use. Well done, Jacob. Um, that being said, Shadow of the Daleks 1 is a gripping release from start to finish with an excellent cast giving it their all. A director doing the best and scripts that know how to utilise the Daleks as a background threat a la Lucifer Rising. 
and that's 9 out of 10. It's an interesting Lucifer rising uh, observation. I'm not sure I understand that. Uh, we are cult.rocks, and the reviewer is Stephen Brennan, famous hat wearer. Uh, this release is not only an obs- ob- absolute... Absolute treat to listen to, but it's also one of the most significant Big Finish productions ever released, and I cannot recommend it enough. Thank you, Stephen. Well, SciFiBulletin.com comes to you here with a review from Paul Simpson, the oh, famous Dodgem driver. Oh um, yeah, he's very yeah, good at that. Very, very good. Um, he dodges them. Don't go into this expecting all the answers. It's very much part one of a two-part tale told in eight distinct chapters each with their own mood and character. It has that anthology feel of not quite knowing quite what sort of story you're going to get next, with the added bonus of Nick Briggs getting to deliver some quite unusual Dalek lines. It's a puzzle that draws you in. I'm intrigued to see where it goes next. Eight out of ten. It's an interesting thing about this story. It was devised, you know, because of lockdown, I think. And uh, David Richardson and John Dorney came up with the idea for it and said, look, this is something we could do. We could do this big epic with the Fifth Doctor. And uh, I think Peter Davison had a really good time doing it. Uh, Next review is we descend to the bowels of Twitter. That echo chamber of poisonousness. Um, But it also has some good things in it, like uh, at Adam Martin actor. And he said, just finished the first volume of Shadow of the Daleks. What a beautiful collection of stories. Really gives the fifth Doctor a chance to show his strengths. Props to James Kettle. Now I know what props means. I'm very happy to read that out. Uh, Jonathan Morris, who's the writer. Simon Gerrier and Dane Starkey. (laughs) Dan Starkey. I can't read. What's the matter with me? Um, uh, They are the writers. All of them. All, all of those people uh, thanks to them for writing such incredible tales says Adam Martin actor thank you sounds myth prod on Twitter says by Rassilon striped pyjamas <laughs> uh, Shadow of the Daleks <laughs> is one of the best big finish releases uh, the best releases big finish has put out in ages I adore the experimental stuff and they've done uh, that's what drew me to the audios in the first place oh. years ago and having these go back to that format is amazing oh that's nice when someone says something's been put out I keep I just think of the Flintstones and where they put the dinosaur outside at the <laughs> end and then the dinosaur puts Fred Flintstone out that that's what this phrase put out means to me um but then I there's something wrong with me at kick nz says it's been a little while since I listened to some Doctor Who and boy it's interesting spelling of some and boy did I make a gr8 great choice that is obviously trying to save characters here, Kick NZ. At Big Finish's latest two box sets in the final days of its monthly range are fantastic. Shadow of the Daleks Volume 1 is riveting, or V1, I should say, in the abbreviating way. But, you know, I shouldn't take the mickey out of Kick NZ. It says it's riveting, engaging, and loads of fun. 10 out of 10. Bang. Yeah. Bang, bang, so bang. Read that. Yeah, you 8 out of 10ers. Do a 10 out of 10. Just, just go the whole hog. Don't hold back. <laughs> uh, we've got Celtic Daniel 22. Of course, it could be Celtic Daniel 22. If, could if be Daniel's a football club. fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it could be... Um, Rangers. Rangers, yeah. It could be... <laughs> 
just caught up with listening to Shadow of the Daleks 1. It's a fantastic release. Some great character development for Peter Davidson, it says here, um, as the Fifth Doctor, as well as some great performances in all four stories from Ange Mahindra uh, 2, who I've been a fan of since SJA. Thank you, Big Finish. Well, we're all a fan of Anjali Mahindra Absolutely. and also Peter Davidson. I'm quite fond of Peter Davison as well, but Peter Davidson, he's also had his part to play in many reviews over the years, he even has, though yeah, he's yeah. never actually featured in anything. <laughs> uh, clever guy, clever guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, have you ever met Peter Davidson? P- yes, I met Peter Davidson at a, a school fete once, actually. Did you? Uh, yes, he's very nice. Yes, very nice. Yes. Was uh, he one of the teachers? Um, he was, yes. He, he taught Swiss-Mongolian uh, writing skills. Uh, really interesting guy, you know. And Peter Davison's nice, too. Peter uh, Davison's, yeah. He's yeah. a cool, cool cat. Cool cat. And next week, we'll be looking at the reviews of Time Lord Victorious. Oh, yes. He kills me. He kills me not. Well, coming up soon, we'll be delving behind the scenes with Tom Baker yes. as the fourth Doctor in The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook by Johnny Morris. But first, hang on to your seats. Hang on. It's listeners' emails. Time again, we enter the good ship email as we voyage through the seas of emails. More emails with the horns of email there and if you want to send an email to the email service you can email podcast at email no podcast at bigfinish.com send it over and we might read it out now this one here yes. is from Hewitt26 uh, uh, oh well George that's uh, yeah, George, yes, yes. Um, subject to this much. one is thank you and hopes for more things oh, dear you. Nick and Benji I want to start by saying a huge thank you to the Big Finish podcast and please pass my thanks on to the whole Big Finish team thank last you. year I struggled with the lockdown as many people did yeah, yeah, yeah. and one of the things that got me through was Big Finish Whew. particular highlights of me were Out of Time 1 can't wait for Volume 2 yeah, The Sixth too. Doctor and Perry Hopefully you've got plans for more of that oh. And Torchwood Soho, Soho Parasite Again, really hope there are plans for more Norton stories Oh yeah Since the new year, Masterful has been simply exquisite uh, I've listened to, to, uh, listened to it multiple times And James Goss's writing Paired with the performances from all the actors And reinforced by Joe Kramer's Amazing sound design and music Has made this one of my favourite ever Big Finish stories wow. One of my favourite pieces of Doctor Who media in general Wow I'm really looking forward to all your stuff for Chow. Uh, all that of your stuff due to uh, release this year, particularly the Lone Centurion, Dalek uh, Universe, yeah. Torchwood, Absent yeah. Friends, uh, the as yet untitled Torchwood 15th oh. Anniversary Special, uh, and the Sixth Doctor Adventures, the 11, and of course the Ninth Doctor Adventures. Uh, out of interest, will all four volumes of this form one single story? They're listed on the website as 11121314 rather than 1234. Ah, yes. Well, uh, the the ninth Doctor Adventures, uh, the first uh, box set, Ravagers, written by me, is essentially one story. It is. It's one story in three long episodes, and and the other box sets are all individual stories. That is a scoop. We haven't said that yet elsewhere. 
There we go, there's your ice cream. Uh, at any rate, Big Finish just keeps getting better. Thanks again for all you do and keep up the good work. Best wishes, George Hewitt. Did you from say the Sh Hewitt Packard Group? <laughs> Did you say thinks again? Uh, when? <laughs> when you said thanks again, it sounded Probably. like think, I'm thinks again. That's thanks all right. Again. No, I, no, I, just I think I did say thank, thanks again. I think I just said it very quickly. I think thanks I again. think it was. I think it was the Zoom connection. Yeah. Thinks, thinks again. The thinks sphinx again. again. It starts scratching his chin. Thinks again. Um, good. Good. Yeah. Uh, I think actually in the Ninth Doctor Adventures, I think there might be a two-parter somewhere as well. I don't know. I can't remember now. Or can I? Uh, next up, uh, Kieran McLaughlin uh, says, uh, well, first of all, the subject is I'm Kevin and so is my wife, plus questions <laughs> and suggestions. Uh, hi, chaps. I hope you're both well and not struggling too badly during this current lockdown. I'm a long-time listener, but I've only sent a few emails which have so far not been read out on the podcast. Can't understand why. <gasps> There's loads of swearing. No, uh, this one is to ask two questions. The first is about Big Finish Day 2021. Is there any update about this or is it too early to speculate on the state the UK will be in around that time in regard to lockdowns and travel restrictions? I think it's just slightly too early, but yeah. I did raise this issue um, inspired by your email uh, with uh, our marketing people. And we're going to look into that because I worry, I worry. Hmm, I don't think things are improving as quickly as everyone thought. I mean, I know some friends of mine were suggesting last year, last summer, they were saying, oh, let's go and stay, rent a house and have so-and-so's birthday party in February. I said, are you kidding me? We'll be in the no middle chance. of a second wave. And they went, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Um, anyway, secondly, as you've... I sound a bit smug there, sorry. Just adjust the smug setting on your podcast app. Secondly, as you've previously stated that the Doctor Who main range is coming to an end, are there any plans to release the subscribers only stories the four doctors and the five companions on general sale um there's no uh, announcement on that yet but i i can't see there's any point in keeping them not for sale i think that you know the the ruling that they would only be available as parts of subscriptions should only apply while the monthly adventures are active i think once they've come to an end it seems a little cruel but anyway um uh, that view may not prevail i will uh, speak to all my lovely colleagues at Big Finish and we'll have a come to a decision on that but it's a very very good question Kieran uh, a bit late to the party but I would like, like to say congrats on getting Christopher Eccleston you're most welcome uh, to reprise his role as the Ninth Doctor I'm looking forward to listening to the forthcoming box set series I'm also looking forward to hearing Jonathan Carley uh, taking up the role of the War Doctor when I heard the War Doctor begins teaser on the podcast it sent a chill down my spine mine too at how eerily close Jonathan's vocalisation is to the younger but still distinctive voice of the late great Sir John Hurt now for the usual story suggestions you might want to skip over this bit well I have cut this bit down, if you don't mind, Kieran, because it's very difficult with people suggesting stories if they go into a lot of detail, because we get into a situation where if we just coincidentally happen to be doing something like that, people are going to say, you nicked my idea, where's my money? Uh, Unit, the new series, Osgood and Kate get thrown back in time to the era of the third Doctor during his exile. The Doctor has to help Osgood and Kate get back to the future without the aid of the TARDIS or a DeLorean. <laughs> That's a lovely idea, and I'm not entirely sure that it's not under development somewhere. Uh, Gallifrey Time War Renegades, Time Lord version of Suicide Squad. The I'm going to stop there because this is quite similar to something else we're developing at the moment. Um, River Song versus Vienna. With the aid of a vortex manipulator, Vienna is con contracted to hunt down River. 
I'm just going down river. Uh, the two femme fatales of the universe bounce around time and space, leaving a trail of devastation in their wake. It attracts the Eighth Doctor's attention and the Doctor and Lucy, any excuse to get Sheridan in, he says, are forced to intervene. Only one can win, but who will it be? Obviously, it will be the Big Finish listeners. <laughs> Lovely suggestions. Uh, keep up the fantastic work, guys, and you are helping to keep us mostly sane in these strange times. Also, please let the warehouse marketing and all the Big Finish team know that they are doing an excellent job under difficult circumstances, and it is very much appreciated, says stay for regards Kieran McLaughlin that is really nice sentiment thank you so much for sending that in and I hope most of them do listen to the podcast I know uh, Steve Berry who is our head of marketing I think he definitely listens to the podcast because he tells me what I did wrong at the end of it uh, <laughs> uh, he will have heard that and I hope that Steve you'll communicate that to Caitlin and Chloe and, uh, and and hopefully the people in the warehouse are listening too but I may pass on that uh, email to them as well I'm stopping talking now we've got one here from Beck Schmidt hello from uh-huh. Australia uh-huh. Uh, good morning evening afternoon it's uh, 1950 AEST uh, hi Nick and Benji uh, firstly I love the podcast it's the best part of my Sunday morning even though I've been only listening for roughly a year, I'm still catching up, mind you. I enjoy every minute. Playback is done whilst I'm at work. I'm a cleaner in a medical clinic at this present moment. Wow, you've got your work cut out for you at the moment with everything yeah, going on. Sending me. all my vibes to you. Um, or whilst I'm driving, as I can't stand my local FM radio. Who can? Uh, who can, yeah. Uh, anyway. Hello, just welcome across- to local FM radio. It is awesome. We'll be talking to uh, to Karen, who is uh, t- talking about the local Safeway uh, parking situation. Um, <laughs> Safeway. I love the love way it. you always think of defunct, defunct supermarkets. Good old days, good old days. Hey. Um, anyway, I've come across many big Finnish audios that I enjoy so much. Tom and Everything Colin you Baker. want from a store and a little bit more. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Tom and Colin Baker uh, will be my favourite doctors to listen to, even if I've only managed it via free downloads, oh. but love them all. Um, I'm pleased to say that in December uh, 2020, I bit the theoretical bullet, and <coughs> thanks to careful prompting from a podcast, nudge, 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 nudge. I bought my first ever full story. Well done. Ooh, well done. Can you guess what it was? <laughs> And there's a little picture. Yes, there it is. It's, of course, The Chimes of Midnight's iconic release. Voted the best Uh, ever Doctor Who story ever, I believe. (laughs) Wow, says it all. Uh, I completely love it, uh, Beck says. Thank you loads, all crew and department, for continuing to create this incredible content during these uncertain global times. I hope all families are safe and well. Happy trails. Kind regards, Beck Schmidt. Thank you very much, Beck, and enjoy. Thank you, Beck. Welcome, well, we enjoy are, the we journey. are so uh, blessed to be able to, you know, uh, that we have a license with the BBC to create these things and do it our way, and and uh, and for the lovely support we get from them, uh, it's just it's just great. So thank you, uh, thank you all for your lovely and rather fascinating emails. Uh, keep them coming in to podcast at bigfinish.com. We love reading them, and it's good to know what you're thinking so that we can tailor our productions as close to a, what you want as possible but more next time
Don't worry, I'm I'm just finding the randomoid selectron. Oh, I see. I get you. Yeah, yeah, queuing I get it up. You. I thought it had vanished for a moment. Oh. Uh, okay. Still to come in the podcast, the randomoid selectron, of course, uh, where we randomly select a big finish release and give you 25% discount on it. Uh, we'll be dramatizing you with the blazing hour. Uh, Peter Davison's last fifth Doctor adventure in the monthly adventures. Uh, but before that, let us dive... Uh, behind the scenes with the latest outing for the fourth Doctor, Tom Baker, The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook by Jonathan Morris. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs and I'm the director of The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook. All right. Yes. Uh... And cue. Where are you from, Thaddeus Nook? A little place called Seranis. You heard of it? Ah, human colony in the Andromeda galaxy. You are human? Of course I'm human. Cheek. I'm not. I'm Thoracian. But why are you here? To see the battle. Yes, well, that's been nobbled, hasn't it? We'll have to leave. But it was the highlight of the tour. Tour? Did you come to Normandy to sightsee? Ah, here we are. Lovely. Thank you very much. OK, now, we're going to have a bit of chaos. We're going to have everyone in to be the tourists. (laughs) 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 That's going to be funny, isn't it? Random fact, it was originally called the Time Tours of Thaddeus Nook or Thaddeus Nook's Time Tours. And I felt that we needed a title that got into it something of the mischief and the difficulties he got himself into. And I thought Tribulations is a lovely word because it has a very serious meaning, but also there's something, it sort of sounds a bit trivial because it's quite an old fashioned word to use now. So that's the first little fact I can tell you about it. It's a great script. Um, it reminds me in a way, there was a, I think a, a TV comic Tom Baker Doctor Who story called The Amateur, I think it was called. And that was about that the Doctor encountered another time traveller. And I think it's a good vibe to have that the Doctor meets someone who is even more chaotic in his (laughs) exploitation of time travel than the Doctor is. I'm Andrew Smith and I wrote The Tribulations of Thaddeus Nook. And this is what we are going to see? We're not seeing the actual massacre. Thaddeus Nook, you have to stop this now! Thaddeus, she might be right. Maybe history is best left in the books and view discs. How many close calls have we had? Usually I start with a situation with this. I think it's one of the, maybe the only time actually I've just started with the character, Thaddeus Nook, who I just had in mind as being, initially in my head, was kind of an Arthur Daly and Del Boy from Only Fools and Horses, kind of a mixture of the two. Kind of a likeable, hapless character, just going from one get-rich-quick scheme to the other. Sailing a little close to the law, but, you know, with his heart in the right place and, and with a partner, with a girlfriend that he loves and, and trying to do the best for her while also trying to yeah, get rich quick. And that's that's where it started, really, and fairly swiftly from that came the idea. Yeah, what if he's just, through some means, got hold of his own time machine that he's operating in a, in a fairly reckless way, threatening to disrupt the time streams and be taken advantage of by certain nefarious parties who join his time tour. Tom Baker here, Doctor Who. We've just finished an amazing adventure starring David Archer. (laughs) And Tom Baker, of course, yes. Someone is coming. Well, now, who needs tracks when they make that racket? That is the time traveller? The clothing isn't from this time period. Perhaps not even from this planet. He's heading towards the beach. We have to stop him before anyone else sees him. Come on! Brilliant. Brilliantly irritating whistling. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yes, it's been great fun, I can tell you. A mixture of great violence and, and waggish wit and all that kind of thing. And a lot of, you know, flashing from scene to scene, which has that impetus to it, which we all like. But lovely part. Hi, I'm Louise Jameson and I play Leela. Shall we have a read of this then? Mm. Here we go. And cute. If he tells the Nazis about D-Day, it'll be disastrous for Earth's history. Will they put him to the torture? Very possibly. It is what I would do. Not helpful. Andrew's got um, a brilliant rhythm about his writing. He does that lovely rule of three when he's talking about comedy. There's a, there's a tiny little sequence where I go, no, no, oh. And I wasn't quite sure where to place the O, but I knew that he had in his head. But there was a, a laugh in there somewhere. And he's, he's the, there are several little instances with the other characters. And of course, when you've got a, a, you know, a lovable rogue in the sort of guest lead role, then inevitably it's going to be humorous. It's just a touch of Jago and Lightfoot about this, isn't there? When you've got a huge cast and there's the danger of, you know, uh, uh, voices maybe sounding the same and delineating between them. And... The first stage of that is the casting, uh, which David Richardson does. But David talks to me about, you know, potential people and I listen to the sound clips and both of us are listening for people to be right for the part. And we think, you know, because we don't have generally have time to audition people. So we have to listen to clips, think, A, are they a good actor? B, do we think they've got it in them to play this particular character? And C, do they sound like any of the other actors we're potentially considering? So that it's quite a balancing act to be done. And then when you get them into the studio, you have to make sure that the, the characters are well-defined. But luckily here, we had a really good bunch of insightful actors who really had a good handle on their characters. And the characters are very definitely written. You know, you've got Thaddeus, who's happy-go-lucky, bit of a rough diamond, but also lovable. My name is Brendan Murphy, and I play Thaddeus Nook. The time machine! Jess, this is our ticket to wealth... Happiness, a good life. It's dangerous. If we're going to have this conversation again, let's have it indoors, OK? I'll, I'll lock up and treat you to a slap-up takeaway Kronk burger on the way home. Oh, you're avoiding the subject, like you always do. Kronk burgers it is. It's a lot of fun. Obviously, it's still in the same tradition of uh, Doctor Who. It's It's got this sort of wonderful comedy running through it but then also a real heart you know that there's clear care between the characters and and not just the relationships that are built but the um i think as, as a group you you see them sort of all evolving together and they they really care about each other my friend you took off without him oh i'm sorry he'll get a refund or a voucher probably a voucher and all you have to do to get your ear things around this beauty is go to bigfinish.com and type Thaddeus into the search pane at the top. That should do it. It's part of Series 10 of The Fourth Doctor Adventures Volume 2, in fact. And it's available with the primeval design by Helen Goldwyn, which we'll be teasing you with next week. Talking of teasing, you're just about minutes away from our free 15-minute drama tease of The Blazing Hour, starring Peter Davison. But before that... It's the Randomoid Selectatron, 25% off a big finish release. Which one? Why? A one that has been randomly selected from the bigfinish.com website. Benji, what have we got? We've got 234 Doctor Who Kingdom of Lies. Kingdom of Lies. Let's hear the trailer. Oh! 
Hang on to something! I gotta try that! Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Who was that strange individual you were talking to just now? He's called the Doctor. He's the man my idiot husband hired to kill me. Of course it's him, the most feared assassin in the sector, and you've had him thrown in the cells. When the time comes to point that gun and to pull the trigger, can we be sure you won't hesitate? When I have the Duchess in my sights, I won't hesitate to live up to my reputation. Oh, in the name of the Duchess Miranda, and surrender immediately. Or else what? <laughs> We are from the Grand Order of Alzarius, and as the Scorpion is contracted to deal with the Duchess, so are we contracted to deal with the Scorpion. What should I do with this gun now? Just point it out the window. Your Grace, it's her. I can see her clearly. Fire, I tell you, fire! Doctor Who, Kingdom of Lies. Doctor, your time is up. Coming to get you. Ready or not? Big Finish. We love stories. It's the whole gang. Peter Davison, Matthew Waterhouse, Sarah Sutton and, of course, Janet Fielding uh, in a Fifth Doctor story, Kingdom of Lies by Robert Kahn and Tom Selinsky. Oh, they are witty fellows. Uh, Who is this directed by? It's Barnaby Edwards. I thought it would be because... Low um, reviews. There's uh, loads of reviews, and Barney always put. Look at that! There's huge the amounts whopper, of reviews. That one, whopper. Ten out of ten. This is a very bold and genuinely amusing start to Big Finish's offerings, and all praise must go to the writers, the cast, both regular and guest, and Edwards' direction. Doctor Who Online, Kingdom of Lies is fun, 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 and will leave a smile on your face from beginning to end. From the digital fix, yeah. Well, you could just really Kingdom of Lies kicks the Doctor Who corner corner of Big Finish off brilliantly for 2018 they are blue big blue box podcast it is a rollicking it is rollicking uh, can I just start being able to read I don't know so, <laughs> it well, is uh... <laughs> the writing's very small and I'm old and blind it is rollicking good fun a giddy Shakespearean farce of decoys doppelgangers and misunderstandings the undeadly assassin if you will Doctor Who magazine said. I wonder what Bright Spark at Doctor Who magazine said. That but Block to Who. We don't seem to have quoted Block to Who for eons. I don't know why. Yeah, I haven't a Block to why Who. Why would say yeah. the way? I don't know. To vanish K- into superb character-driven drama that delivers on all fronts. It makes a wonderful start of Doctor Who. Well, there we go. There we go. You get the picture and you get 25% off. It's probably my turn to explain how you do that. Go for it, my, my good friend. Thank you. I thought you were going to say my son. Oh, my son. I was going to say my son. I thought, no, I thought better of it. Thought my better father. It. Say my father. I'm older. My father. father. You are yeah. my father. <laughs> father. I, th- I think your mother is slightly younger than me, isn't she? Possibly, possibly. Yeah, possibly, yes. You're both the same age, I believe. <clears throat> oh, goodness, goodness me. Well, listen here. Just go to bigfinish.com. Um, and on the homepage, you can see the podcast. Uh, but also at the top, there's a tab that says podcast. Or you can go to uh, the audiobook tab. And in the audiobooks, there's a range called the Big Finish Podcast. Any of those three ways, you'll find there's some text associated with the podcast. And it says the Random Voice Electron also features here. Click here and you click there. And then you enter uh, a special code. Um Benji, can you unlock the safe and uh, reveal the special code? 
Yes, it's Hickory Dickory Dock. No, it's not. It's <laughs> it's Buck Up, all capital letters, no spaces, no no punctuation, just Buck Up. Uh, it's a joke from days gone by. Yeah. If you use that, you'll get your 25% off. I realised earlier on, I actually said 10%, but of course it's 25% it's off. 25, I, um, 25! I made a mistake in my, my crazy... Had I made way. a mistake in the writing of the script, or was it just you? No, I think it was me. I think it was me. You said, how much discount do you get? And I said, 10%. And I just 25. let it stand. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, 25. foolish. It's just, I thought, because I've got a thing about numbers. I'm always reading out wrong numbers. When I do my announcing for Radio 4 Extra, which I'm about to do remotely, I think, next week, um, I, you know, it says at 6 o'clock, and I go, at 8 o'clock. And they go, Nick, it says 6. And I go, yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, you said 8. Did I? I have no idea I've said it. I just signed an autograph for someone. They said, could you date it? And and my wife said, it's, so it's the second of the second 21. I went, okay, second, third, 21. <laughs> and then, then this morning she said, you put March on it, Nick. It's only February, so I had to redo it. That's a, that's a photograph that goes in the bin. Uh, one for the dustman. The dustman. No, no one ever says dustman, do they? The, that's good. It's a dusty man. <laughs> the oh, dust covering, man. Covered in this oh, dust I am. I'm going to write a story called The Dust Man. I'm the dust man. Oh, yeah, hold on, I'm a bit bit dusty. Suck the dust out of you. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Ran. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Uh, loving your work, actually. Loving yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, time to say goodbye now, of course, in the style of Benji and Nick. Oh, what's that? Well, you, from me, Benji B, it's good B. I don't know whether I've got any style. Uh, goodbye. And while we're gone, please enjoy the first 15 minutes of The Blazing Hour by James Kettle, directed by Ken Bentley and starring Peter Davison, the close friend of Peter Davidson. <laughs> Flow holding, Mrs. Ellison. Holding. Replicator line. Holding. And my tea. Just brewing. Well, it's 10.25. Let's get this experiment underway. Does everything look normal? All as it should be. Energy at 275, within conventional margins. Then I'd like you to create the initial replication. Uh, I'm sorry, Horobin. Can I request another delay? Formally request it, I mean. You indigenous are always frightened of risk. But if you don't take the risks, you won't get the rewards. Our failure rate is still too high. Then my challenge to you is to get it down. Don't you have any pride in your work? Yes. Then do please go ahead with the initial replication, if you wouldn't mind. Replication complete. Readings. I need readings. It's climbing. 400. 600. And again. Replicate. Replication complete. 800. 2000. Hold it steady. 
I'm not doing anything, Horobin. It's leapt straight to 12,000 and there's no sign of stabilizing. Massive energy displacement. We've lost the main hall. What do you mean, lost? Gone. There are fires on the upper levels and the main hall is gone. How many personnel would have been in there? 50 or so. I mean, at least. All dead. End the simulation. That would have been your fault, of course. I don't know what happened. I need you to analyze exactly where you went wrong and report to me within the hour. We can't have this happening when we do it for real. This is not what I was expecting. Big beds and little beds. Cribs. And oxygen equipment. It's a maternity suite. A maternity suite? For babies. They do have babies on your planet, don't they? I'm not going to have to explain where they come from. You said this was a top scientific installation. Top scientists still have babies. And this century doesn't like you away from your desk any longer than is absolutely necessary. Work, 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 work. That's the mood of the times, for humanity at least. All this is human. Are we on Earth? No, no, no. There's quite a nasty atmosphere on Earth at the moment. Far too much argon. This planet is called Testament, the powerhouse of the human empire. They never give up, do they? Indomitable. Incorrigible. Operations have moved here to the planet Thorn. You said it was called Testament. Oh, yes, this is Testament, but Thorn's much larger. When I said here, I meant this solar system. Oh, do try and keep up, Tallow. I'll try. Anyway, right now the human race are buccaneers. In this part of the universe, they're the one species generating enough energy for long-distance interstellar travel, and Testament is where all that energy comes from. How it actually works, I've no idea. Always wanted to find out. So when you think about it, bereavement is really only a weakness of the mind, and... We, as a government, cannot be encouraging weaknesses of the mind. Our message is that a return to work will always be the best medicine. It's certainly the kind of mindset we try to promote round here, Deputy Leader. Green fizz? Oh, please. And do you call me Violet? <laughs> I couldn't possibly. Oh, no. I insist. I have to be on first-name terms with all the people who really matter. Well, may I underline again, Violet, how completely committed we in the Testament installation are to helping us all out of the current economic downturn. We're not very keen on the words economic downturn, Mr. Horobin. We prefer a period of slow growth. Of course. And we'll do everything we can to make sure this period of slow growth ends as soon as possible. Oh. Um, tell me about the experiments. Experiments? To boost the output of the energy cell. Yes. I didn't know who in the government was where. <laughs> the instructions originated in my office. I see. We're making advances, but there are problems. 
I don't want you to bring me problems, dear. I want you to bring me profits. Some technicians have reservations. You need to overcome the reservations of others, Mr. Horobin. That is the art of leadership. Yes. Good point. If there could be an exponential increase in the power produced by testament, that would be very good news for the Empire and very good news for you and I, personally. I do understand that, Violet. <laughs> There's a lot of money to be made by the right man. I hope I don't need to go looking for him. You can depend on me. Boost the power as soon as possible, dear. We need it. Doctor, I suppose this place is high security. Why do you ask? Oh, no real reason. I just wondered what the chances were of us being shot at. Quite high, I would have thought. The human race draws all its energy from this place. They won't want strangers poking about in it. So do you have a plan if we're found? Friendliness goes a long way, Tello. What can you smell? Nothing. And isn't that significant? No fuel. They're not burning anything. Or if they are, it's very well contained. It's not nuclear, is it? No, oh, no. Wouldn't be enough. That was the worst part of life on Earth. Knowing the humans could blow themselves up at any time and take you with them. That can't be what happens on Testament. Command, this is Montgomery. I'm crossing the upper deck. Hey, you there! Hands up. Run! Remember, friendliness. Keep your hands where I can see them. I thought so. Where are your wristbands? If you're with the tool party, you should have wristbands. I think they forgot to hand them out. That's typical of the weekend staff. If you follow me, the rest of the group's round the corner. You haven't missed much. I want to proceed with a power boost for real, and before the end of the deputy leader's visit. It's not possible. We'll see how possible it was once it's done. That is the art of leadership, Mrs. Ellison. But I still don't know what's causing the fault. Have you repeated the simulation again? Five times. And each time, the boost stabilized. There were no incidents. Then it seems to me that, consciously or not, you have stopped doing whatever it was that was causing the error. I wish I could accept that, Horobin. You'd better start accepting it. These are hard times to be without work. We make the boost at 5.20. I just think it's too dangerous. Then the Empire can be thankful that it isn't your decision to make. We're all taught at school that testament is the heartbeat of the human race. But it wouldn't be what it is without the individual heartbeats of all the people that work here. If you follow me, you'll be able to see with your own eyes a place that all those people visited several times a day. The cafeteria. Set up just for today as a very special gift shop where you can buy a very special memento of your visit to the source of all human energy needs. What is this? 
We wanted to see what's going on. It looks like they're showing us round. Look at the others. It's quite an elite bunch. VIPs. Be at your best, Turlo. And don't let down the school. The guide. She's not human. No. One of the local population, I'd imagine. It's a colony planet testament. Humans and testamentarians are working side by side. The arrangement seems happy enough. You think so? They need a lot of guidance, dear. I'm sorry? Not the best at thinking for themselves, but if you give them a problem and make them stick at it, they're quite marvelous. And of course, they're ever so grateful to us humans. Of course. Who wouldn't be? <laughs> Miss Montgomery. Can I just ask, where does your lovely name come from? I'm named after Field Marshal Montgomery, an Earth hero of the 20th century. You must be very proud of it. I've read about him. I only hope I have a fraction of his strength and courage. They're the human virtues I admire most. I can tell you've not seen many of those before. You've come from Thorn? No. Well, we're travellers. Come to learn about the energy that powers your ships. Well, wonderful to meet you. What are your names? I'm Violet, of course. Uh, uh, uh of course. Goodness me, how long have you been traveling? It's Violet Hardacre. All of humanity's heard of Violet Hardacre. Oh, you really shouldn't say such things, dear. I'm the Doctor, and this is Turlo. Yes, yes. And, and how about you? Fian. I run an agribusiness on Thorn. I'm a huge admirer. I followed your advice and got my staff to waive their rights to an 18-hour day. Productivity's never been higher. Uh, uh, do you understand how this installation manages to generate so much power? I don't know. Do I need to know? It works. And for my business, that's all that matters. Oh, I can tell you from Thorn, dear. That's our entrepreneurial spirit speaking. If I can just bring the group together here, before we enter the cafeteria, I'd like to show you something I know you'll all find fascinating. Ooh, you haven't got intelligent carpet tiles, have you? Please spare me. The technological advances made possible by the Testament installation have all been for the benefit of humanity. But there are still those who, for whatever reason, make it their business to stand in the way of progress. This sounds important. Some call them saboteurs. Most sensible people just think of them as criminals. Well said, dear. Quite right, too. Testament is a completely safe source of energy. And yet you'll still hear all sorts of conspiracy theories peddled about the nature of our operations. Don't these people have enough work to do that they have time for that sort of tittle-tattle? We believe in an uncompromising approach to deterring acts of willful damage. Like this. <gasps> He's frozen in the wall. That's a living person. Hmm. A saboteur. We had one like that in my agribusiness. They've got no idea how Testament works. They're just against it. Whereas you have no idea, you're just for it. What's been done to him? This is part of our testament technology. What you're looking at is a Levson jar. Within the jar, time is frozen. Our criminal doesn't move, doesn't age. He's just pinned there. And quite right, too. I heard it's how people used to collect butterflies. Oh, that's cruel. Different times, dear. When will you set him free? 
You can't come back out of a Leveson jar. Well, you can, but not in the same number of pieces. This is a vicious punishment. I think we've got a sympathizer. I'm sure no one here backs the actions of criminals. That sort of talk may go down well where you travel, Doctor, but I'd keep it to yourself round here. I suppose I'm still adjusting to this new society. Perhaps some of you would like to take a closer look. What are these people doing? Humanity's always had a taste for this sort of thing. In London, hangings used to be public entertainment. The whole thing's vile. You'll struggle to persuade them of that. They don't only think that behaving like this is right, they even think it's virtuous. Before I take you in to make your purchases, does anyone have any questions about what they've seen so far? One or two? Yes. I have some interest in scientific matters, a, a hobby, really. Can you explain the way all this works? How does Testament produce all this energy? <laughs> the number of times I've been asked that. Understandably. Not possible. And I am sorry. But the nature of Testament operations is a matter of closely guarded intellectual property. I'm sure you understand we don't want to do anything that compromises the installation's profitability. No, of course not. The last thing I want to do is hurt profitability. Shall we move on, ladies and gentlemen? What was all that about? They won't tell me what's going on because it's copyright. I'm not sure what to take back for the boys. The teddy bears are nice, but I also like the snow globes. Motherhood's full of these tough decisions, dear. If you'll excuse me a moment. Where do you suppose she's off to? Taking advantage of us not being supervised to slip away. I think I ought to follow her example. I'll come with you. Please, don't leave me with this lot. I need you to keep listening and watching for anything that's important. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. Why not rate, review and subscribe? Go on. You can't resist that kind of encouragement. Uh.